Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. And today I am going to be your host, Helen Panos, and uh, there is no guest. I will be your guest. And today we're going to talk about college admissions testing, but really more about the key points on which test to take for the SAT or ACT and why. A lot of parents call me about this frequently and are wondering, well, which test should my child take, the SAT or the ACT? And they want me to give them an answer, but you know, there's some points I wanna bring up to you about that before you make a decision as a parent what might be best for your child. I'm not gonna say one is better than the other or because I don't know every child very well, I can't necessarily give that as the uh, my opinion, I can, steer you with some uh, interesting points that I think you need to take a look at and understand and know as a parent in case no one's ever done that for you. And that way, I think that'll make your job a little easier in helping your teen figure out which test might be best for him. But as I always say, um, as an educator of 25 plus years, I believe that you should take both tests, SAT and ACT, a teen should take both. Uh, and we will get into why I say that in a little bit. But first, I want to say when it comes to college admissions testing, schools start prepping students in the eighth grade for the SAT and ACT. Yes, eighth grade. I know you're probably going, what? Is that true? Yes, middle school. Um, it's estimated that 2.2 million students take the SAT versus the 1.8 million who take the ACT. Um, if you have a child who plans on attending college, we have some key points that we found in research and experience to help guide you. Um, Lori Genevish uh, of My Ideal College has helped with this, and I'm, I appreciate her for doing that. She um, has said, like, some colleges are, you hear the words, parents test optional or test blind schools. Um, this all came about after COVID. And let's go over that terminology for just a minute in case you've never heard about it. It's a, a test blind college states that they will not look at schools. That's called test blind. Um, however, Lori has uh, said that if a student has a test score on their admission application, it, it doesn't really mean that they won't look at it. Um, she goes on to also say that if a teen is not a strong test taker, then go with a test optional college, or you can always get your child prepped for taking a high stakes test. Um, so I then will like to ask you to reach out to us so we can have that conversation if, if you feel like your child does need some prepping um, so they can get the strategies that they need to be a strong test taker. 
We do have tutors that have over 20 years experience with assisting teens to learn test taking strategies and score high on these tests. Students should take their test preparation, the tutoring, with a qualified tutor of at least at least four to five months in advance of when they think they will take their SAT or ACT. So it's very important that they make that determination as to when they first wanna take it. However, if your child has already taken the test without preparation, then we can use that information for baseline data before tutoring actually begins. I do wanna say that because it, it does give us great baseline data and you know that helps a tutor to see where your child is at from the beginning. If your child has an accommodation, for instance, of extended time through an IEP or a 504 plan, it will require time to set those provisions in place through the college board. So make sure you've reached out with your uh, 504 IEP chair at your child's school to make those, uh, get the whatever paperwork you need done to get that into the college board well in advance of them taking the SAT or ACT because they will need that turned in well in advance. A parent needs to apply for this by completing a consent form given by the school. The school then will request that the extended time on your child's behalf be done months before, like I just said, and that they're going to take the high stakes test. You want to do it way, way in advance. Um, as a parent, another very important point to consider is to keep the 504 plan open through high school, even if you remove accommodations over time. You just never know if your child will show the need for an extended time later on in high school. And it's possible to have a 504 plan, but have no accommodations on it. Again, it's better to keep it open than to close it and have to go through the entire process of getting a new 504 plan during your child's, let's say, sophomore, junior year. I've seen this happen. Uh, just recently, a parent reached out to me and she said to me that her child has anxiety. She's a junior. And she is going to take some prep or she's looking to take some prep. And um, I asked if she had a 504 plan for this anxiety. And unfortunately, the mother had closed it at the end of eighth grade going into high school because she didn't feel the need that she needed it at that moment. However, now with the SAT and the ACT, she is going to need that. And it's probably a little late to be trying to get that. So I wanna encourage you parents to make sure you do not close your 504 plans. And the schools may say something to you about that, but you, you make sure you stand your ground and say, we're not gonna close it. We like to just keep it open with no accommodations because then you can go back if something happens and your child does show the need that they need extended time for something in class, writing assignments, lengthy writing assignments that they get as they get older. So keep that in mind, folks. If your child doesn't have a 504 plan then, but you suspect that he or she might need one, let us help you get that process started. I have a lot of 504 uh, experience and I can help you with that, parents. An example of this would be if your child has anxiety again or ADHD, and that impedes them from taking the test. They may need small group testing if they have ADHD because too many children in a classroom may keep them from focusing. This may be a warning sign that your child could need an accommodation of extended time if they are having difficulties taking their tests in school, uh, they can't get their work done possibly. So that might be the flag that kind of, you know, sets it all in motion. Reach out to me and I am happy to discuss what you are seeing. Uh, together we can come up with a plan to solve that problem. 
a special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. We met Michael's mom this week and she complained that Michael has been having trouble for about four years in school. No matter what she did, she couldn't help him and it didn't work. In fact, it would backfire and they would fight. At Dynamis Learning Academy, we do not advocate that parents try to bridge the gap between what they learn at school and what the children should be learning. We do that instead by providing a specific tutor for your child's individual needs. Don't wait until your child is so far behind that it's impossible for them to recover. Reach out to Dynamis Learning Academy today to learn more about our customized tutoring solutions. We can be reached at 770-282-9931. Thank you. For the teens that are unsure which test to take and their target school doesn't list a preference, we recommend taking both tests. I mentioned this a little while ago, SAT and the ACT. And now we're going to go into why. Depending on the child's learning style and thinking differences, one may be a better fit than the other. Again, parents, depending on the child's learning style and thinking differences may be how you determine which one is a better fit for your child. Although, again, I highly suggest that they take both because it's not a penalty toward them if they do. For instance, if your child is stronger in language arts, the SAT may be a better choice than the ACT. You've probably heard that. If your child excels in the areas of math and science, he or she may prefer the ACT. It should be noted though that the science portion of the ACT uses more logic and analysis in its questions rather than the traditional science subject content. A lot of parents call me about that. They think that if their child is very strong in the sciences, it's gotta be the ACT they're gonna take. But again, <clears throat> it should be noted that on the ACT, the ACT, it is more based on logic and analysis in the questions rather than traditional science subject content like biology, chemistry, or physics. Um, that's not really what the type of questions they're giving on the ACT. And that's not what your child will see. So here are some key points to help you determine if the ACT or SAT is best for your child. I'm gonna <clears throat> lay out what each test has in it. So the ACT, ACT. Test facts are learned in school rather than assessing ability. For students who prefer to work quickly, excel in math and science and struggle with essay writing, the ACT may be for them. Another point, good for students who like to see questions written like they see them in a classroom. Again, that's the act. Another point, offers two accommodation options, but students may only choose one. Another point, when using extended time, it's possible your child can test at school using alternate formats and over multiple days instead of the 50% extended time. You need to discuss that with your 504 chair at your school. I've had a situation like this where we all know about the extended time, which is time and a half, but I've actually had a situation where a child needed to take the test over multiple days. That's another alternate format. And you may not be aware of that parents, but that is out there. So when you're using the extended time, and maybe they don't need to uh, go to, to one day, 
and get get it all done in, in the one and a half times that they they can get for the extended time. And maybe they use that time, but it's spread out over multiple days. So please talk to your 504 chair about that, folks. Um, and then one more pointer for the ACT. Good for students who are strong in geometry and they want to always have access to a calculator because that's how the ACT does it. They put more emphasis on the geometry section of, a, of math. Um, they also have access to a calculator more so. Now let's talk about the SAT, the SAT. This exam tests ability. That's one point. Number two, good for students who work slowly, they read a lot, and they have a strong vocabulary. Again, they work slowly, they read a lot, and they have a strong vocabulary. The SAT may end up being better for them. Third pointer, reading section is easier than the ACT, typically, typically. So the reading section is easier than the ACT in an SAT. So if, you're, if your child's a strong reader, maybe the SAT you're gonna find that they do better on. Um, <clears throat> number five, there's more time given on the reading section than you would get on the ACT. So they're given more time to take the reading part of the test. Uh, the SAT also focuses on problem solving ability rather than factual knowledge. That's different from the act. Also, good for the out of the box thinker and the student who writes well. That's again, SAT, out of the box thinker and the student who writes well. And number eight, essay section is optional, but the test will include reading and writing sections. Nine, generous with provisions for documented learning and thinking differences. So a little more generous in, with the provisions uh, for the documented learning and thinking differences, the way they've laid out the test. And 10, only test the math, not the science at all. And then the last, the student likes connected data analysis and is confident in math ability without a calculator. You're not using a calculator on the SAT, but you do on the ACT. So the student, again, likes connected data analysis and is confident in math ability without a calculator. So college admission tests can be challenging and students need successful skills and strategies to score high on these exams. They need to know which test items to spend the most time on, how to pace themselves, and specific areas to focus on. They gotta know what their strengths and their weaknesses are. And that's why it's great to take both tests as a um, data collector. For this reason, we believe bringing in a well-qualified tutor for Dynamis Learning Academy is essential and will greatly help your child, no doubt. Just a short story about a teen who came to us and struggled with getting her test scores increased. She had taken the ACT one time and received a 24. After getting the ACT preparation tutoring for a few weeks with one of our tutors, her score increased to a 32. 24 to a 32, big jump. Not only did she get into her target college, but she also received a scholarship that paid for most of her education. So we at Dynamis Learning Academy 
are here to help your team prepare for and excel in college admission testing. It's very important. It's what society has uh, dictated if your child's going to go to uh, college. And it's important that they submit these test scores and they get the best possible score they can achieve and that they've tried their best and done everything ahead of time and prep for it um, to get that score that they can get. Because we all know if you don't practice things like, let's take sports, for instance, you don't practice uh, pitching and doing the best you can, then there is no possible way you can win, let's say, the World Series. We can see that from the Braves playing together and uh, working together. And now the result was the prize of the World Series. So we know this and, you know, as adults, that when you practice something, a musical instrument, you could be terrific at multiple songs, not just one. But if you keep practicing one song over and over again, of course, you're going to do a great job performing that song. So we at Dynamis Learning Academy are here to help your team prepare for and excel in college admissions testing. Contact me, Helen Panos, at helen at dynamislearningacademy.com or contact me through texting me at 770-282-9931 to schedule a free consultation um, about the SAT and ACT prep and or any other area of concern and tutoring. Mm -hmm. We will help your child be as successful as they possibly can be with the right tools that they and strategies that they need. And of course, the tips. So um, please reach out and um, we are happy to help you. We can have a um, meet and greet with our tutor um, ahead of time so that you, your child can get to know them and hear from them. We like to do that. I think that's more of a personal touch and a customized approach to helping kids. And then that makes them feel a lot more comfortable before they start getting into this and seeing which test do they want to take because this is a, a pretty big deal i mean it takes up a good half a year of their life just prepping for all of this if not more so take care everyone looking forward to hearing from you very soon bye for now thank you for listening to smart parents successful students podcast i hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember... I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.